Welcome to the Manufacturing Wellness Podcast. Our mission is to help improve your workforce's overall health and well-being. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, a national board certified health and wellness coach and well-being strategist for the manufacturing industry. Employee wellness has become a growing initiative within a lot of organizations. And that was before COVID hit. And now that COVID hit, we can't have health fairs. We don't have workshops going on. How do we still focus on employee wellness? How do we still make sure that we have those initiatives going forward so that we can improve our employees' wellness? We know 78% of the people that had COVID had at least one pre-existing condition. We know that within manufacturing, they are the highest amongst the industries for cardiovascular, for diabetes. We have all this data and we know how important it is now more than ever to take care of those pre-existing conditions. But for now, with social distancing, health fairs are stopped, our employee workshops are stopped. So how do we focus on that? Well, my answer to that is I think we still should be having employee wellness seminars. And maybe we need to rethink what they look like. And instead of an hour seminar, maybe we have a 10 or 15 minute recorded Zoom call or a live question and answer with a health expert that we can do. We can be a little bit more flexible. We don't have to put everybody in a big conference room. Or maybe we bring in these wellness workshops and make it available to our employees' spouse or their family. So that way, if they don't have time to watch or take the wellness initiative course or whatever you're calling it, that somebody in their family can do it. Maybe someone that doesn't have to go into a facility. Or maybe some of your people are not in a facility and you can have them do it. There's so many ways of being creative about this. You know, one of the things that got me during COVID when the initial shutdown happened is how creative the manufacturing industry was. We were able to, on a dime, pivot from making one product into another product to make sure we had PPE and we had ingredients to make certain products. So if we can pivot on that and make sure and make those changes and be creative, we can certainly do that now with our employee wellness. One of the areas I've been talking a lot about is my wellness culture. So I really work with organizations to create a wellness culture because let's face it, you can have health fairs, you can have your employee workshops that focus on wellness, but they're one-offs. Maybe you have them every three months, maybe every six months, but the problem is, is we need to build more consistency. We have to make this sustainable. And the easy way of doing that is putting an overall initiative in place to focus on well-being. We've done it with safety. We've improved our safety within our industry by putting a focus on the safety. Well, we need to be doing the same thing with wellness. We need to be putting an initiative in place and focus on wellness. And there's various ways of doing that. And they all depend on your organization, your budget, your availabilities. But we can be creative. If there's one thing I know about the manufacturing industry, they have the ability to quickly pivot and be 
creative. And that's really what we're kind of talking about is how can we be creative? What does our employees look like? What do they want? What do they need? What are their health concerns? And the first thing I always like to start off with when we are doing a wellness culture is start off with a survey. We can make all the assumptions in the world, but let's face it, we all know what assumptions mean. It's going to make an ass out of you and me. So instead of assuming something, let's ask our employees because maybe they have ideas. They know a lot of times what they will enjoy or what they'll focus on. I can't tell you how many times I've seen organizations put in wellness initiatives and it hasn't worked and they're wondering why their employees are not engaging and it's simply because the employees, that's not what they were interested in. I can give you an example. One time early on in my career, I had an organization call me in. They were adamant on a certain seminar they wanted to give. So I gave the seminar and the feedback was not good. We had very little engagement. And when management found out, they were rather upset. And really what the problem was is that it was the wrong topic for their demographic. It was the wrong information. They weren't engaged. So when we redid the seminar and we redid it based on a subject that they were interested in it, suddenly the engagement was there. The reviews they were wanting were there. The changes in the employees they were hoping for were there. So it's so important that you engage your employees when putting in a wellness initiative. It's so important to understand your employees and understand what they need so that you can put something in place. And then once you put it in place and you're building this wellness culture and they know the leadership and their supervisors are all focused on it, they are more likely to engage and make the healthier changes. You know, and another big thing when we talk about the wellness culture is simplicity. Oftentimes we jump into wellness and, you know, I like to use the analogy, we jump into a healthy diet and we go from french fries to kale. Well, if you're jumping from french fries to kale, no one's sticking with kale. Everybody's going back to french fries. And that's really when we start looking at wellness and well-being changes, we have to make small jumps. We can't go from not working out to taking an hour CrossFit classes. It's not sustainable. So we want to create a sustainable culture, a culture that we can build upon and a culture that your employees feel that they're valued, their health and wellness is valued. There are so many people now that have not been watching their type, type 2 diabetes for years that are now wondering what they can do for their type 2 diabetes. They're now wondering how they can help be healthier with their heart. They're now worried about it because they know that that pre-existing condition is making them more at risk of getting COVID and not only getting COVID, but having it more serious where they might be in the hospital and they might be intubated. That is key. They're now realizing those pre-existing conditions mattered before they really didn't matter. Now they're seeing it. And now this is when we want it. And now this is when we need it most. We have that springboard to really start taking care of our employees. Maybe it's putting in a small walking path that your employees for 10 minutes 
can walk on a break just to get moving because there is a difference, a very big difference between standing on your feet and actually moving. I have so many people that'll tell me, but I don't sit down all day, but you're standing. You still only have 2000 steps all day. There is a difference between standing and moving. Standing is causing more pressure on your joints. Moving is going to lubricate them. We need to be moving, not just standing. So getting people out and walking, making healthier lunch choices. And I know a lot of times with the manufacturing, some of the biggest problems is we're not getting them eating regular meals. Let's educate how important regular meals are and have meals that they can easily make. Sometimes it's just pointing out how simple a meal could be. You know, having 30 minutes for lunch is not a long time. But if we had something simple, it would make lunches so much easier. I know I can't tell you how many people I have spoken to that are skipping lunch because it's simply not enough time. And they're grabbing just some kind of chips or garbage and it's not fueling them. And if it's not fueling them, it is affecting your production. If your employees are not eating right, it is going to affect your bottom line. So it's so important that in some way we start now focusing on our employee well-being, whether it's through workshops, trainings, program, it's starting to implement that wellness culture. There are ways we can start now. So I hope you guys are really starting to put together some kind of plan to improve your employee wellness and focus on healthier, happier employees. Hey guys, thanks for listening. My name is Laura Timbra. I'm a National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach and well-being strategist for the manufacturing industry. If you like what you're hearing, please share this with your organizations. If you want to talk more about improving your organization's overall well-being, you can visit lauratimbra.com. My goal is to improve the well-being of your manufacturing workforce.